Hey guys, and welcome back to We Believe DU. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And today we have a topic for our deep dive that was given to us by Jay Mendez, Joseph from the Paranormal Journal. I'm, uh, it, oh, it's Lechuzas, guys. <laughs> I was going to say, this is a, the second time. He, he actually gave us two topics, either Lechuzas or exorcisms. And I was like, I don't think I can handle exorcisms right now. <laughs> um, so we decided to cover Lechuzas instead, which uh, is still very interesting. So I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, um, I thought it was going to be a little difficult <clears throat> uh, talking about like Lechuzas without actually talking about witches and stuff like that. But apparently there's a lot of information on Lechuzas. A lot of uh, experiences too. So to start off, guys, so Lechuza in Spanish is owl. Búho in Spanish is owl. Tecolote in Spanish is owl. The difference is a tecolote is, I guess, can be interchangeable with búho. So that's um, that's like, think of the owls that have like those pointed feathers that almost look like ears, like Batman. Aren't they called like the horned owls? Yeah, but I, I think there's other owls that are like that as well. But yes, uh, any any basically any owl, I guess, that has, well, any owl that's not a barn owl or that has that smooth head would be a tecolote or a búho. And gotcha. then any owl that's like, think of Hedwig um, from Harry Potter, that would be a lechuza. So yeah, that's the, I guess, the difference. It's just a, the lechuza or the búho or tecolote is a common owl. And the lechuza is typically referring to a, a barn owl. Um, the other thing that I wanted to share with you guys is just like the overall the dimensions like, specs yeah, <laughs> of, of, a, of the barn owl. <clears throat> so typically they, like an average one will measure 13 to 15 inches in overall length. And, but they can go anywhere between 11, as small as 11 to 17 inches. And typically their wingspan is anywhere is like the average wingspan is 31 to 30, uh, 37 inches. But the extreme ranges can be anywhere from 27 being the smallest or 41, which is like what almost Jeez. four feet long. So yeah. these things have a huge wingspan. Uh, so they, I mean, they're massive. I mean, they, they can look massive, you know. Uh, and uh, yeah, the, the weight, I mean, they're relatively light. Uh, but yeah, they're size-wise, they, they are pretty huge. And 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 you're this is just like actual owls, right? You're talking about yes. You... This is like okay. actual owls, yeah. <clears throat> because that doesn't even that's not the description of what people actually see. Like okay, this I was is, about to say. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. This is this is what people. This is like the actual lechuza, like the actual barn owl. This is the dimensions of of that. The moment you add a la before the lechuza, it's when it then grows it becomes present in size. <laughs> yeah. size, and the features change a little, huh? Yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, the thing is, it's hard to say, too, because, like, I mean, people can see a lechuza and they see it, like, up close and they're like, holy shit, this thing is huge. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I feel sometimes people could possibly, you know, exaggerate, you know, with the adrenaline pumping and everything. Maybe somebody can look at it and be like, oh, my God, you know, um, so maybe not everything is a lechuza, like the legend of the lechuza mm -hmm. type of thing. Yeah. So Eric was kind of giving you the dimensions slash specs of what uh, a regular barn owl is, 
looks like. Um, but a description of La Lechusa, like the witch owl, um, is that it's a massive bird, like bigger than the, what is the 47 inch wingspan that you're talking about? Yeah. Um, and it's like the size of a small human. So up to seven feet tall, which holy shit, uh, can have I mean, a wingspan. Sorry, because if you think about it, a small human could be anywhere between like a foot to three feet, right? Or four feet. That's like a toddler. Well, I mean, there are people that are, you know, that have. But not uh, a foot. There's a, that's, okay. That's there's, a little, I feel like a little extreme. There's like a condition, right? I'm not, I'm not, you know, crazy, maybe. Anyway, continue. I mean, it's possible, but yeah. anyway, um. So, yeah, they could be the size of a small human up to seven feet tall and can have a wingspan of up to 15 feet. Um, they're sometimes described as black and sometimes described as white in color, just white as snow. And when I was looking into that, I'm almost wondering if it's like a like, have you ever heard of like black eyed children? I'm saying like a lot. Have you ever heard of uh, black eyed children where... Obviously, some of them have black eyes, but then some will pop up later after these black-eyed children have, and they actually have white eyes, and they make the black-eyed kids leave. They're like white-eyed kids. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, the black-eyed children, yes, because we've talked about those before. Yeah. The white-eyed children, I want to say that you've talked to me about it, or like you've mentioned it to me, but um, like I haven't, like again, looked into it in depth. Yeah, well... Um, I don't want to go off on a tangent with that, but I know that it's often said that the white-eyed children, because supposedly black-eyed children are demons, but mm -hmm. even, I guess, in demonic lore, um, black-eyed demons are, like, lower on the totem pole, and then the white-eyed demons are higher on the oh, totem shit. pole. So, so they're I'm still, wondering, like, not good? <laughs> no, yeah, they're still not good, but oh, they okay. tell the, the black-eyed kids or the black-eyed demons, like, what to do, I guess. Oh, okay. Um I was like under but, the impression these white white eyed children are like there to like save the day and stuff like that. I I mean from the stories that I read, granted it could all be just like creepy pasta stuff, right? Like when mm -hmm. you're just trusting that these stories are real, but um, I mean like yes to an extent. I I don't even know. Like I said, I don't want to go off in, on a tangent, but I wonder if that there's some sort of like hierarchy, or if they just like choose like, or maybe the white owls are like quote-unquote white witches versus yeah. like black magic and i'm witches. also gonna play skeptic here and, and devil's advocate because i think we should do both sides of it because again these the colors uh, schemes as far as owls are concerned there are darker colored barn owls and there are white because if you again harry potter yeah. hedwig was a white barn owl and then there are barn owls that are darker in color maybe not specifically black maybe if i looked it up right now i could find a black barn owl but they definitely do come in darker colors and then if you see them typically we'll get to this later but typically they're seen at night so you could i guess see one and think oh my god it's black but it's just really dark colored you know what i mean yeah no that makes sense yeah but i mean but in most cases they are said to resemble owls so that's why we get la lechusa um but in other cases people have also seen ravens um, some accounts say that Luchisa's face is that of an old woman or something more otherworldly with large, dark, almond-shaped eyes. Which, again, I hadn't heard the the raven thing before. 
that was new to me. Well, I, I'm like 99.9% sure I've talked about ravens being associated with witches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. What, what I'm saying in the in the case of, you know, like uh, lechusa. La Lechusa specifically. Gotcha. Um, and then as far as the dark almond dice, I mean, if you would, if you see a barn owl again, a playing devil's advocate skeptic here. I mean, it's not that I don't believe that this could be, that this is a thing. I'm just, you know, trying to give the other side of it too. But if you look at a barn owl, they're all, they're, our eyes are like a dark almond shaped, you know. Are they though? Yeah. Like, I mean, they look pretty circular to me, but. Do they? I mean, see. I guess it's like how you're looking at it. I mean, it. I think it kind of depends on the angle because like this one kind of looks like it's almond shaped but then yeah. like if you zoom in like it's actually circular but again we're talking about like you're not like up close to the thing you know what i mean like here we're zooming okay. in on the image. Anyway, let me just have my like what it's supposed to resemble because okay, we're gonna okay. get into it later you, right. i i love that you're playing devil's advocate but also you're taking the fun out of it man come on okay sorry <laughs> go, go ahead very good so where can you find these things i say things because okay they're reported Mostly in Mexico or Mexican states of Chihuahua, Coahuila, and Durango, Nuevo, Nuevo León, and Tamaulipas. On the American side, it's usually the Rio Grande, but we're from. Yes, where Represent? I currently re reside. Puro 956 Oh no, you went there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the cool thing too is um, we used to have a, a lady that babysat us, I guess. And helped out around the house that lived, like, she was from Durango. And she would uh, tell us about, I want to say it was her that would tell us about how they had, like, in, their, in some of their houses, they had, like, tin roofs. And supposedly you could hear the, you could hear, like, footsteps on the roofs. Like, mm -hmm. and they would say, like, it was witches and stuff. Again, I don't know if she was just telling this, telling us this to, like, freak us out. Or, you know, if it was actually something that they experienced, you know, in her town or whatever. Say, is this the same one that, uh told us that she heard whistling in our downstairs or like voices uh i think so i think it might have carmen been. yeah carmen yeah yeah okay yeah she yeah so obviously did not care about scaring children <laughs> <laughs> yeah no um but to be fair i'm sure she probably did hear some some, some stuff down there no for sure for sure um but yeah i mean it's and i don't know maybe she had some sort of you know sensitivity oh, to things because yeah, like i said true. she uh i want to say she said that they could see them like flying in the sky and like like uh and then they like i said they would hear them on the roofs and some of the roofs were tin roofs so uh i like i and i that stuff is it's not and i don't think it scared me i don't remember being scared i just thought it was like crazy you know like a yeah not like, crazy whoa. like yeah yeah like not crazy like cool. you're crazy lady but like crazy like yeah, exactly. Like, oh man, that's awesome. Like, or that's weird. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, we've had a lot of people like around us who've, I guess, the paranormal. I guess has been with us since we were kids, as far as like being told stories and stuff like that. There's a reason why we are the way we are. <laughs> and we're yeah, exactly. Some of the legends behind the lechuzas, right? Typically, um, they're only seen flying at night. They say sometimes that a lechuza is, again, it's like a, it's a nawal, which is a person that can shapeshift into an animal. Um, and typically they say it's a woman. Uh, and sometimes the legend is that uh, it was, it was a woman who, uh, who was wronged or something happened to her and she's looking for revenge on the person or the people that, that, you know, 
that did harm to her. Um, so again, it's usually a woman by day and she turns into owl by night. Uh, sometimes she's known to snatch up children uh, because her own children were killed uh, either by like an angry mob or by a person or whatever. Again, going back to that whole uh, she was wronged and was looking for revenge. So she'll snap snatch up children because uh, she wants um, like to have them and take them back to her lair, quote unquote lair. Um, and uh, sometimes she'll snatch up children that are like wandering around uh, outside in the dark. Like, you know how your parents would tell you, you need to go home by the time these lights come on because, you know, it's getting dark, um, you know, it's well, uh, maybe because the Lechusa will snatch you up. It's similar to the uh, similar to to when this, and I was struggling to come up with uh, words for like what these stories are, but um, cautionary tales. Mm. I feel like we have so many cautionary tales of things that are going to snatch up little kids so that we don't do stupid things like wander into the forest alone or whatever and play too close to the water. And there, there's always some sort of cautionary tale so that we survive. <laughs> we don't yeah. do stupid things. Because, again, if a kid gets snatched up, I mean, sure, it could be a lechusa, but it could also just be a pedophile snatching up children. Went dark real quick. Yep. That's my job here. So, Or, or it um, the lechusa can also attack um, villagers for a crime they may have committed. The Another legend is that her kid was killed by a drunk. I don't know if it's necessarily a drunk driver because I don't – I'm, I'm, I'm sure these legends are very Much old. Much older. Yeah. And, um, so just her child was killed by a drunk. So sometimes what she'll do is, uh, she'll hang around the bars to exact her revenge. So she'll wait until closing time. Uh, everybody starts walking out, you know, drunk after having a good night. And then, um, while they're in the streets or maybe when they go into a back alley to take a leak or something, she'll swoop down and boom, kill them or attack them, whatever. Damn. Uh, because well we'll get there anyway because uh, I was gonna say uh, just attack them but typically if you're touched I mean you're a goner we'll get there yeah so it's like some of the legends are even that that it's actually not a shape-shifting person it's not a Nawal but uh, a witch is familiar so think of like Hogwarts right think of all the witches and wizards like how they all have their owls or cats their rats their frogs whatever it is their animal that they have with them that's their familiar. Uh, except in Hogwarts, they use them as male. And here, um, it's typically done to, like, it's used for the witch's bidding. So, um, although I guess, like, the snake, right? What was the snake's name? She killed people in Hogwarts. Uh-huh. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, it'll do the witch's bidding. Uh, it'll attack people, destroy property, um, and other things like that, like, on the witch's command. So, uh, yeah, so it's like her pet, I guess, or her no, it's her, her familiar. They're also said to be minions of Satan. Uh, they like to take humans as prey, and they're also they prey on on emotions, negative emotions, and stuff like that. Poltergeists, yeah, Just kidding. Psychic vampires is what I guess one of the word terms here. And then, uh, so they usually they draw their power from the the human conflict and the distress uh, around. And they can sometimes appear outside of a house during domestic quarrels, um, 
like waiting for people to get it's like to storm out they tend to attack when like, you're at your most vulnerable i guess and you like just go out and you're not expecting them and um they'll they'll get you then i want i don't remember i don't remember what age i said that i had seen that one that uh let you said one time outside the house mm-hmm. um but i know it could have been around the time that we were having or my you know having troubles yeah at home at home and stuff like that so uh i don't know if again it was a lechusa or if it was just hap- pure happenstance that the owl ended up landing in the tree outside our house facing like the house yeah but it was around the time i believe that we were having some issues at home and stuff like that so like when i read this it kind of like holy holy shit you know what Triggered i mean like, that yeah it, it it made me think of that because i was like because I always, I've, I've said, I've told the story before where I was, we were walking inside the house and then all of a sudden I was the last one to like come in and I just see this big owl like land in the tree. And then by the time I called my parents to come down, they were getting to the door and this thing took off. Um, and I never understood why, but then after reading this, I was kind of like, oh shit, that makes sense. You mm, know? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody stormed out of the house, thankfully, and the thing flew away. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know. I don't know about that part of it, but again, it was around around a time where, like, yeah, there was some stuff going on. So hmm. it's not important to know the details, but just know that. Oh, yeah, it I was mean, a, yeah, it was a thing that happened. It, um, it's just another layer to the the story. I mean, because it was already a creepy story that we've we've yeah. talked about. We've talked about Lichu says in um, our episodes with uh, Dan. And and Joseph, uh, Joseph Mendez from Paranormal Journal and Asalamuerte Chronicles. Dan Hernandez, yeah. And uh, he had a really good Lechusa story, but yeah. it just adds another layer to the story that you told. I mean, it was already creepy, but knowing that they are you know drawn to conflict and distress, and that's kind of what was going on at home when yeah. you experienced yours, is just kind of mm-hmm. like ugh, like even more <laughs> creepy. Yeah. And again, like I said, this thing looked massive. I I'm not gonna. You're gonna say, say thick, right? No, I was gonna say oh. fucking huge, but I'm trying to cut oh. back on the cussing. Oh, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this thing looked massive. Uh, it it wasn't um, 15 feet wingspan, but I mean, it was. It looked it looked very very big, and I can see how people could think that this thing is like four or five six, you know, four or five feet. At least, because yeah. it, it looked big, especially to a kid. Yeah, that thing looked ginormous. Huge. Hmm. Um, yeah, huge, ginormous. It's the same thing. They're synonyms. Yeah, just whatever. Um, so if you think, oh, I'll just stay home and you know feel safe out here, no, no, these motherfuckers. As I said, I didn't want to. cuss. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> there goes uh, your. I don't want to cuss anymore. Yeah, not that I don't want to cuss. I just want to try and cut it back. Anyway. Okay. Uh, they'll, they'll Did someone tell you something or what? No. No. I just, you know, uh, from the last time that you had mentioned it, I felt like I'd been cussing a little bit more than usual and I was like, I need to cut it down. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah. So if you're feeling safe at home, uh, these things might try and lure you out. Uh, sometimes uh, making sounds of a crying baby so that you come out of your house. Because, I mean, you hear a crying baby, you're like, why is there a crying baby? baby although i don't know would you go outside if you hear a crying baby me being me probably i mean uh, well yes and no if it was just like oh it's 
been like a minute and the baby's crying, whatever. Uh-huh. If like it goes longer, then I'd probably like look out my window like, where is this freaking baby? And if it just continued even longer, then I'd be like, all right, there's a baby clearly in distress and no one's paying attention to it. And then I would go outside and get snatched up by the Chusa. I think that would work on me, honestly, yeah. more so than the whistling. <clears throat> I Because I, I think like – I want to say I would probably check too, just because I'd be like, why is there a crying baby? But then I also feel like I'd be like, well, maybe it's like a neighbor or something, or, you know, maybe it's like a neighbor's kid outside. I guess maybe like you said, if it's prolonged and it's after like a long time, maybe I would go out and be like, why is there a crying baby? But I, I mean, know. babies get abandoned and stuff all the time. So, yeah. yeah, I guess maybe just typically not like in the area that we live. So I, I would think it's kind of weird. But anyway, another way that these uh, lechuzas try and lure you out, or not necessarily lure you out, but like um, I guess maybe if you're outside or something, and they if you they'll make a whistling sound like a human whistling, um, and if you answer back like with a whistle of, like your own or whatever, uh, they'll come down, swoop down, and they'll take you away to their lair. It's a good thing I don't know how to whistle. I do, and I love to whistle. I but I don't um, know if I would like if somebody whistled if I would whistle back randomly. Maybe I yeah. would. Maybe I gotta <laughs> that's stop. How, that. That's how you would get snatched. Yeah, I would get snatched probably. by baby crying. You'd get snatched with the whistling. Yeah, maybe if it was like a one like one whistle, and I would be like, okay, so they whistled, and then if maybe they whistled again, I'd probably just whistle back just to be dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah, you you would. Yeah, you totally would. Not so, saying you're dumb, but uh, and then the last one it's if you like if you wake up in the morning and you typically see like the scratches uh on your windowsill or on your doors, it means uh that Chusa has been there and is coming for you. Ooh. So, I mm-hmm. have had an owl um outside my window. I'm just gonna call it a regular owl. It wasn't a Lechusa. But because it didn't whistle, it it hooted. Mm. is that correct yeah (laughs) okay yeah i woke up randomly in the middle of the night this is why it was creepy though because it was three o'clock in the morning oh no so it was like the witching hour hour. and i just randomly woke up and was just laying in bed and i just hear right outside my window and there is a tree there is a tree outside the window but i just heard and i was like fuck that and i randomly fell asleep you didn't see it I didn't want to go look out the window. Are you kidding me? So maybe me? it was a lechusa. You don't oh, even shut know, up. I just dude. got goosebumps. Well, <laughs> see, <laughs> good, but it didn't whistle. But, but what we're going to talk about later on, like that's that's what came to my mind first oh, okay, before lechusa. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I honestly hadn't really heard of lechusas or didn't know the legends of lechusa yeah. more so than I, I know what owls are also associated with. So in my mind, that's what was happening because I did like just immediately fall back to sleep, even though I was like freaked out and scared and then I just knocked out. But it was just like the creepiest. I don't know. And I love owls. Like owls are beautiful creatures. Yeah, they're dope, dude. But I don't know. It was just super eerie when I heard it at three o'clock in the morning. (laughs) All right. So consequences of interacting with a lechusa. Just don't do it (laughs) because it's not good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, If you shoot at it, it doesn't die. You die instead. So I want to almost see this play out because I'm like, is it like one of those things where it's like you shoot at it, 
but then the bullet goes through you instead? Or is it like it ricochets mm. off the owl and then goes back to you? Or do you just like die and there's no bullet wound? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's when I read that, I was like, I'm curious as to like how that happens kind or how it plays out. Kind of like in Call of Duty when there's friendly fire, after a certain amount of friendly fire, the bullet damage is on you instead of the person that you're shooting. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. If any part of the Lechusa touches you, like even a feather from its wingtip, you die. Don't let it touch you. Which is why I said that if it attacks you in the bar, like, I, I was going to say like, oh, you know, you just get attacked. No, like if you get attacked in the alley or whatever by the thing, by the Lechusa, when die. it comes, yeah, you're dead pretty much. According <laughs> Dream to Dream about the creature. Sorry. Dream about the creature. That means someone in your family will die. And it was, I don't know. I, I Have you ever watched Parks and Rec, Eric? Mm, like episodes i've never seen the whole series okay did you <laughs> did you watch the episode with the venezuelan politicians mm, i don't think so okay so there's a part where there's like this little like uproar happening while they're trying to have like a council meeting or a meeting whatever and he's like where are the guys with guns to take everyone to jail just take the <laughs> protesters to jail uh. and he's like in you know venezuela whatever if you overcook fish right to jail if you undercook fish believe it or not right to jail blah 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 like he keeps going on and on right to jail like just for the stupidest things right to jail yeah but anyway so when i was like reading through the consequences of interacting with the chusa it's like touch the feather die shoot at it (laughs) die dream about it family's gonna die yeah but Uh, so um, just no interactions guys basically is what this is saying (laughs) death will Um, follow but if you i guess do decide that you want to kill it or you want to protect yourself from it. Um, I mean, they have been killed. They they say that if you kill the, uh, you manage to kill the Lechusa, uh, you won't find a bird. You won't find the owl. What and the next day at the, uh, you know, if the body's still there, or whatever, when the sun comes up, what you'll find instead of the body is the body of a haggard witch or just the witch. You know what I mean? Uh, so the bird transforms back into the witch. Uh, so again, going back to that whole during the day, it's a witch during the night. Uh, it turns into this owl. Uh, one of the ways that you can protect yourself uh, is by hanging a rope with seven knots uh, outside of your front door or, or on the porch to show the creature that, uh, that you acknowledge and respect it and that it will leave you alone. Uh, you can also um, repel an attack by throwing salt and chili powder at it in the like in its face, kind of like pepper spray, I guess. But I mean, honestly, who in the right like? I mean, unless you're actively afraid of lechuzas, I don't think you're going to be carrying salt and pepper with you to throw at a lechuza's face. I mean, if it's like always around. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, if I saw scratches on my window or my door and I'm like, okay, let you says here, Mm -hmm. then I'd probably carry around some salt and chili powder. Yeah. But I mean, if you're like at a bar and you're coming out and start getting attacked, it's like you're not going to have it on hand. Is what I'm saying. You know, but I, I, again, that's what I said too. Like, if you, if you are having experiences with it, like maybe you'll start to carry, carry it around. Like you said, like you see the scratches, like, and you know, so I guess. If you start you. seeing, yeah, if you start seeing scratches on your windowsill or on your door, start carrying chili and uh, chili powder and salt, so you can throw <laughs> in its face. Nice. Um, <clears throat> and um, what's this last one here? Uh, 
Uh, oh, yeah. So this one is also kind of like, I mean, unless you know the prayer and then you practice doing it backwards, like this one also seems kind of difficult to do, in my opinion, because, I mean, I don't know the prayer. So you can recite the Magnificat, or in Spanish, it's La, Ma, La Magnifica. It's a Catholic prayer um, from the Gospel of St. Luke. And the, the like I said, the prayer has to be recited forwards and backwards in order to kind of repel the 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 lechusa but again i feel like if this thing is swooping in like you but i uh, maybe i should have looked i said like a lot too maybe you sh- I, maybe i should have looked up the prayer but if it's a long prayer you better recite that thing like a mexican grandmother because uh yeah she, you're not i don't think you're gonna get through it by the time uh by the time it gets to you and i guess if you're not hispanic or mexican the reference to the mexican grandmother is they usually say her prayers really really fast really fast <laughs> can't confirm ever been to a rosary rosary is just like all you hear is <laughs> <laughs> the accuracy though <laughs> uh. so it was funny right before we were going to start recording um i wanted to get a light because it was, I was just super orange with the lighting that I had. So I was like, let me just get a light so I don't look so orange. Anyway, went to the bedroom to get my nightlight. And on my nightstand, I had this book that I was reading uh, called Magia Magia. Um, and it's by Alexis Arredondo. Jesus. Yeah. Alexis Arredondo and yeah. Eric Labrado. Um, Labrado? No, Tocayo. Uh, Eric, he's my tocayo. We have the same name. Oh, I don't know what tocayo is. Okay, anyway, I could barely even say Arredondo. But yeah, so these are the authors, and it's actually a really awesome book. It's just got a lot of, so it's got a lot of folklore and different spells slash rituals and um, things that you would see curanderas doing um, and stuff like that, which and is, I don't know, I know some of it but i feel like i don't know enough of it so that's why i got the book and it's very fascinating but anyway um so i picked it up and i was like i wonder if i'm pretty sure there's got to be something about la lechusa in here and i picked up the book and i opened it and on this page that i opened it was la lechusa so um i thought it was pretty fascinating i just wanted to read something from there it's actually funny too because it says la lechusa and then it says the screech owl Mm, yeah those are, those are the barn owls yeah okay um so you know what you just said about how to protect or kill by you know saying this prayer uh, forward and reverse um, oh no i'm sorry 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 the screech owls are bulls they're those are the ones with the oh okay little with horn the little things yeah gotcha it was kind of said the similar thing but instead of the la Mag- magnifica prayer it said to say the lord's prayer backwards which While is, uh, staring at the bird. Yeah. And then when you finish, the Shusa will fall from the sky. The next day, a strange man or woman will appear at your home and ask for a random item, like a cloth or a string. And you give them the item and they leave with no fuss. And soon after, your luck and money will change and or for the better, I should say. And this legend basically states that it's not the owl you're conjuring, but the Nawal. Did I say mm-hmm. that right? Yeah, (laughs) or the witch that transformed itself into the owl uh, that appears at your door so 
the gift that they asked for is returned threefold with their magical blessings. These days, the owl is called upon as like a spiritual messenger or a guide, although they still have strong ties to death and the dead. It's yeah. So the lechuza is actually called upon too for magical practices. You can invoke the lechuza to help you carry messages from the land of the dead, or to call the bird for necromancy. The bird of the dead is also known to be the messenger of the Mexican saint of death, known as Nuestra Señora la Santísima. Santísima, damn it, I was on a roll. Nuestra Señora la Santísima Muerte. I don't know. People pray to her. Um teach their own um i feel like i would never mess with her so the book actually talks about her too and it's like because it's santa muerte la roja santa muerte la negra santa muerte la blanca blanca, oh wow that's crazy Uh, because i've actually seen all three versions like uh in statue form oh really yeah well and, and that's the thing is like he cautions, or they, I guess it's two authors, they caution, like, if you are going to have a relationship with Santa Muerte, like, you have to be super respectful. And, like, yeah. this A, B, and C do not, like, it has yeah. to be very specific and very respectful or else she mm-hmm. will fuck shit up. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's that's what I've heard. Maybe we could do a deep dive on her later. Yeah, because right? that's that's uh That's, I mean, especially since, like, we're down here, you know, that's something that's very common. And, and uh, again, it's something that I've seen a lot of people i've seen people tattoo her on their legs uh i've seen people wear chains with like a pendant with her on it yeah uh, i've seen people have altars um again i've seen statues like sold in in the market of you know the three different colors and stuff like that but mm-hmm. we're getting off on a tangent but yeah th- we'll, we'll do we'll I th- that should i think we should do a deep dive on that for sure yeah, that, that'd be point. interesting. I'd like to get more info. Yeah. So this next section is ah! I'm gonna I'm gonna let Sorry. Michelle do this because like it's like I said at the beginning, it was something that I hadn't really considered, considered. Or, or really like uh, known about this about La Lechuza or the legend or how it could tie into this specific topic. Um, but after reading it, it actually makes some sense like i was like oh wow that could which also made me think of that that day that um that i saw it outside our windows uh so i'll let michelle do this section because it's her topic and um and then i'll i'll I'll, at the end i'll let you guys i'll tell you what i think the let you say could have also been okay so i'm gonna preface this with i did not add this section in here no um Eric, so we we usually do like little book report, essentially bullet points of when we do our deep dives. Um, and Eric did this one, so this was Eric. This wasn't me, but I will say that I was totally going to add this if he didn't, and he did. So I was pleasantly surprised. So you had also found this in? No, no, I, no, I just oh. know this relationship. Oh, I yeah. didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. Oh, this I know at that. All. Yeah, no, I know this relationship oh, and okay. these. Okay, so all right. People also connect lechuzas with aliens. Um, Alien abduction phenomenon have reported the sightings of owls before and during their supposed abduction experiences. 
They claim that the owl is used as a screen memory to take the place of the aliens themselves so as to cause a human less trauma in dealing with the abduction experience. So you know how I have talked about my dreams where I'm like, oh, yes, I've seen these like brown, brown skinned like alien creatures like come up to my face. That's like it's scary as fuck. Like they're creepy and, uh, you know, I don't want anyone to see those. Like it's just creepy dreams. And so what they do is they'll come to you as owls because we just talked about owls being beautiful creatures. Mm -hmm. So you're like, oh, cool, an owl. But really behind that owl mask is actually an alien. Um, Owls are often associated with the arrival of greys, you know, the the short, menacing, spindly, hairless creatures with the big old black eyes who carry humans off for experimentations and tests in the UFO. Um, Which, yeah, I've heard them associated with with greys a lot. Which is kind of crazy, too, because big black eyes, the lechuzas have those eyes, you know. Yeah, that's that's really? what I was. Yeah, that's why I was early on when when you're giving the description or when I was mm-hmm. giving the description. Sorry, <laughs> when I gave the description, it out of context, you would think it was an alien description. Yeah. So like a gray. Um. So Mike Lell, if, if you guys know abductions, it, UFO, like if you're into all that kind of stuff, um, these next two names and these books, if you haven't read them already, you should. Um. Because ha- I've never heard of these two guys. So I'm like, it's crazy that I put this in here just thinking, oh, she'll love this and, and not thinking you'd, I mean, I don't know why I didn't think you would know this, but it, now it just, I'm like, I mean, I'm happy that you know all this because it's cool, but I was like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, what? it's, I've, I've heard about them. I mean, I guess just throughout the years, but yeah. On other podcasts, I've, I've actually heard, Interviews with both of these guys as well, and, and that they talk about these books. But uh, the first one is Mike Cleland wrote a book called The Messengers, Owl Synchronicity, and the UFO Abductee. And it's a 400-page book where he talks about screen memories and how the aliens use owls um, as a disguise, essentially. And if I remember correctly, he... He was like he had multiple experiences with these owls, mm. and then he started connecting the dots and finding that other people were having these same experiences, and owls just kind of kept popping up, um, and not even just like in at home, like in their dreams, like oh they're getting abducted, but they would see them while driving home and be like I just saw that owl, and then keep driving. It's like wait that was the owl from like back there. How is it on the road again? Like just kind of situations like that. It was weird. Mm. Um, I. I think the aliens need to figure out another uh, animal for Hispanics or Mexicans in general because <laughs> the lechuza is not working, my friends. Lechuza taken. Yeah. Apparently, Chupacabra is also an alien, so hmm. just throwing that out there. Anyway. Interesting. So, Willie Strieber is the other um, person that we're going to talk about. So, he – I mean, if you have not heard of him or these books, you're probably not into UFO lore. <laughs> I'll just say that. And if you are into UFO lore and you don't know, go look him up, read his books. So he he wrote Communion, and he has also linked owls to the arrival of the greys. And um, yeah, his his book Communion is about alien abductions or the alien abduction phenomena. Um, But yeah, it's definitely not the first time that I had heard about aliens and owls kind of 
going hand in hand. And one of the podcasts that I listen to a lot, it was where I get my my alien UFO fix, <laughs> is it's called Somewhere in the Skies with Ryan Sprigg. I love Ryan Sprigg. Like, I, I love the podcast, but I don't know. Something Ryan Sprigg is just good vibe. But he actually does an uh, interview with uh, Mike and they talk about his recently released book, Stories from the Messengers, Owls, UFOs, and a Deeper Reality. And this just kind of goes into obviously more about how owls are connected with UFOs and aliens and stuff like that. And that, that one's really, really fascinating. It's about an hour long. But yeah, check that out. Somewhere in the Skies, the episode is called Owls, UFOs, and a Deeper Reality. So yeah, that's why I know these things. Sweet. So my thing with this is like, Okay, so I was thinking about the 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 lechusa, right? <clears throat> um, and I was talking about how we were having some stuff at home and stuff like that, and that's when we saw this thing. Um, I was also thinking, what if, right? You're with me. What if that night was the night that you ended up on the on the no on, on the, the floor in the floor living room. In the living room. I mean, I, I can't remember specific dates and stuff like that. I'm not, I don't, I'm not that good with memory, yeah. but what if? Anyway, so we have a couple of stories here now of this legend, right? So this first one apparently takes place in Nuevo Laredo the, in, the, in like the 50s. So what happened was, I guess the, they, they, the, the town, the people of this town decided that they were going to kill, they were going to kill this lechuza because I guess it had been wreaking havoc. Mm-hmm. um in the in the town uh so this one guy <laughs> uh lured it out of the trees right by using his kid as bait can you imagine that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> like awful parenting <laughs> yeah so he used this kid as bait to get this lechusa to come out and i guess they had like an ambush waiting for it so mm-hmm. as soon as the lechusa swooped down to try and take the kid uh several men like shot at the bird uh, but only apparently only managed to hit it in the claw uh, before it flew off, which again, this goes back to what we were saying earlier about how they, um, what's it called? Like if you, if you try and kill it and you don't like you die or oh, if you shoot yeah. it, you die. So yeah. I, I don't know if somebody died in this instance, but you know, uh, yeah, apparently mm-hmm. they wound, they shot it, clipped its, its claw or hit it in the claw and it flew off. Uh, so then the next morning, the whole, like the town members, I guess, like imagine pitchforks and all that stuff, but maybe they didn't have all that stuff, <laughs> uh, but they go to this uh, supposed witch's house. So like this lady that they, everybody would like knew that, oh, ella la bruja, like type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go to her house, they answer the door and the lady ends up a- answering the door with her leg bandaged and a crutch. Um, mm. don't really know what happens after that. That's how the story is kind of ended. I, and I feel like I've heard this story, not necessarily this specific one, but like versions of this story. It's kind of like a yeah. typical kind of, yeah, a trope. Yeah, exactly. That's the word I was trying to think of that I couldn't. Honestly, I don't know how I even knew that word or remembered yeah. that. I know the word, but how the I just... common trope. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like this, this could be a real story. It could be a hundred percent made up. But uh, it's definitely something that I've heard before uh, as far as like the way the, the trope and how the, the story plays out and stuff. So, yeah. So in the town of Santa Rosa, Texas, near the border with Mexico, there was mm-hmm. a mass sighting of La Lechuza in 1977. The bird was spotted on a tree and then flew to the front door of a woman. 
scratching the door as if it wanted to get in. By then, the neighborhood dogs arrived, barking, and the lechusa flew away. The dogs ran after the birds as far as they could, but gave up when the lechusa flew too high. The next morning, all the neighborhood dogs were dead. Several people saw the massive bird, and all were mystified by the nighttime death of the dogs. That's fucked up. Why did you make me read the story with the dying dogs? <laughs> you chose that story, dude. I told you there was two options. <gasps> I wanted to read. I was wanting to read this one because just because, but you read it, so that's your fault. Anyway, me sad. What I would like would like to try and see if it'd be possible to do is like look up. Um, but it's because it doesn't. It just gives a year, right? It'd be crazy to do. Well. One of the little things that I wanted to mention was that in oh in Robstown in mm-hmm. 1975 there's a huge sighting of well people were calling it la lechusa because it was mm-hmm. a you know large bird with human face and uh, the police department kept getting calls from from Robstown and then like the surrounding areas essentially mm-hmm. and I mean I don't know maybe some people did see some things. But they ended up finding the quote unquote La Lechusa, and it was like a dummy that these kids had made. Oh, uh, yeah, and like I mean, it it looks it literally looks like, I guess like a huge owl, but like huge, like five six foot, and they <laughs> it looks like a Mike My- Michael Myers mask. That's exactly what it looks like. I, I feel like they just put that mask on top as the head and called it a Lechusa, and like put mm. it up in a tree. And so people were having these sightings of like the Lechusa, but it was supposedly just this dummy. So I was like, well, I read that whole article just to find out it was bullshit. That was sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a newspaper, newspaper clipping of the one from Robstown, a picture of it. I should probably send it to you so you can yeah, see. Yeah, or we could post it on. Yeah, we'll post it yeah. too. This next story, it says, uh, it's not my story, but heard it from, heard it from my sis-in-law. Well, she grew up in Ganado, Texas, and she said that she'd hear her mother talking to someone in Spanish here and there at the kitchen window in the middle of the night. She'd get up to see what was going on, and her mother would tell her to go back to bed. In the morning, she'd ask her mother who she was talking to and be told that it wasn't her concern. When she was when she was high school age, she heard voices and went to the kitchen and snuck up on her mother and said she saw a human-sized owl, quote-unquote, with a human face at the window. It saw her and flew off and startled the mother. Nothing was said that night. The next morning, she talked to her mother about it, and the mother confessed that she could talk to Lechusas. Or she's told me the story on and off for years, and that's pretty much the same. That's all I know. I was like, I need more information. That's crazy. But I know, right? Can you imagine? Well, I don't know. Like, I never thought of that. Can Can you have a conversation? Can you talk to them? And... Well, I mean, I get maybe, dude, because again, they are supposedly either from like um, just the witches thing that it sends out, or it is said to be the uh, like a like a nawal, you know. So technically, it is a person, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and yeah. they have said too that they do like like this woman said, have the face of a of a human sometimes or like an old lady type of thing um so i mean maybe like well i I guess and and then i what what i read earlier about um essentially conjuring them and using them in your magical practice as uh for necromancy and stuff like that i wonder if 
maybe that's kind of what was going on or that's why she was having conversations like she was maybe the mom was conjuring. a witch also yeah and kind of like conjuring and using it no not necessarily killing people i mean oh. like yeah but i i don't know just wondering maybe there's some sort of relationship there that she built yeah okay I lived south of San Antonio along 35 between two little towns called Von Ormy and uh, Little. I was at home alone waiting for my dad to get home from work. I was on the couch watching Spongebob, which is, which is was my favorite show. <laughs> it was a bit late. The sun had set maybe an hour or so before, but the moon was full and lit. Everything up that you could see like a dim light was on. My grandma's house was on the same plot of land, about a few hundred yards in front of my house. I looked out of the window because I saw movement near the back of her house, near the back door. I thought my dad had stopped by there first and was walking home. I ran outside on the front porch to wave at him and yell, hello. But it wasn't my dad that I saw out there. I saw this massive bird. I mean, this thing had to have been the size of a big bird from uh, the size of big bird from Sesame Street. My kid memory may be exaggerating that a little bit, but it was huge, which goes back to what I had said earlier as well. Yeah, yeah. Much bigger than any hawk or buzzard I'd seen before. Uh, It was sitting on the picnic table at my grandmother's yard, and it was looking dead at me. I froze, but I didn't feel too scared. I was just really interested in this giant bird outside. It was jet black. All I could see was the outline of it and the eyes shining in the moonlight. I slowly went back inside and peeked at it through the window on the front door. I was so amazed by it. I had never seen anything like it. We stared at each other like this for a few minutes. Suddenly, it spread its wings and flew away. I told my dad about it when he got home and home about an episode of SpongeBob 15 minutes later, and he laughed it off. But I told my grandma the next morning while eating breakfast, and she went crazy. She started saying prayers and rubbing eggs on me and stuff. Then she told me the story of La Lechuza, which I had never heard before. It sent shivers down my spine, knowing that it was staring at me so intensely. After thinking about it for a few days, though, I started to wonder, maybe if it wasn't there to maybe it wasn't there to hurt me, but to warn me about something. Sure enough, a few weeks later, a huge storm came through. There was a funneled cloud nearby, but it never actually touched down. The winds did do a lot of damage to my house, but Grandma's was completely untouched. And that picnic table was the only piece of furniture outside that wasn't blown away. So as I was uh, kind of trying to do my own research about the Lechuzas, there two movies kept popping up, and it was The Curse of the Lechuza and then The Cry of the Owl. I have not seen these. Normally, I'd watch the movies for research purposes, <laughs> but I didn't do that this time. Um so I'm kind of interested because the Curse of La Lechuza, the cover looks kind of creepy, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, again, a lot of this stuff is stuff that, um, if you know the about the Lechuzas, it's, it's kind of, I don't want to say common knowledge, but it's very, if you're Hispanic or you're Mexican, you've definitely heard about La Lechuza. You've uh, you have some idea of what it is or what it does. Um, some of the stuff, like I said, the alien site part of it was kind of new to me. Uh, I hadn't really heard that before, so it was kind of interesting. And I, you know, I'm glad 
my sister was there to elaborate a little bit more on it because i mean if anybody was gonna know more about that it was gonna be her hell yeah um i do want to give a lot of credit to um mexico unexplained uh i did get a good majority of the information there again just because it, it like everything was there um it was very like, detailed concise yeah detailed yeah. and concise so i do want to give them a lot of credit tell us what you guys think is there anything that maybe you know about lechuzas that we might have left out or didn't didn't touch upon um the colotes or rules or what the difference is are they the same thing because from yeah. my understanding it's different but i have like from i guess what michelle was telling me about that book it seems like it's all kind of one and the same. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, I'd like to hear from you guys to see, uh, or even if you guys have had experiences with Lechuzas, um, share those. Yeah, and we can share them in our next uh, Stories of High Strangeness. So I want to thank Joseph again um, for sending in or for giving us the idea. We did put a, a post out, or Michelle put a post out on IG. Um, and he responded with uh, this and exorcisms again. I, that's I gonna was, be like a two-parter, and I don't know if I want to research that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I don't know either, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, sorry, I, Joseph. <laughs> I kind of wanted to do exorcisms over Lechusas just again, just because I was like, well, I mean, am I gonna be able to find a bunch of like info that's just specifically lechuzas or do, I mean, we're gonna have to talk about like now while the while and and like the witches and like go more in depth into that as well um but no thanks to mexico and un, uh mexico unexplained unexplained yeah uh it was there um but yeah exorcisms i do feel like that's gonna be a, a huge topic uh, maybe we'll do that later i gotta build up my courage to do that one Maybe like a Halloween special or something. Yeah, because I, I definitely feel like there's going to be a lot of images that I do not want to see. Yeah. Um, I'm sure yeah. we can find plenty of images, plenty of video, plenty of audio. That... No, audio is the worst. I I can't, for whatever reason, do exorcism audio. Don't ask me why I've heard exorcism audio. <laughs> but I just, it's the growling and the mm, no see it's like burning in my brain and playing in my head right now and i already don't like it yeah um, but she wants to touch a ouija board so anyway it's not an exorcism <laughs> it could lead to having to have Whatever. one afterwards no nope. uh but yeah guys so if you do want to get in touch with us and send us um, any of your info as far as like any uh situations that you've been in with lechuzas or maybe you know somebody or your grandmother's talked to you about them or maybe we didn't mention anything you can send us anything on any of our social media whether it be in the comment section or messages you can also go to our beautiful new website done by michelle and you can send us a contact there or you can also go on there and listen to like click on any of our links to listen to us or get all of our links to all our social medias as well. And that's webelievedyou.com. So uh, definitely go check the website out. Again, if you haven't, we do have merch on there. If you want to donate as well, uh, you can go ahead and do that. Because uh, like Michelle said before, this this podcast is not free. We got our first donation though. So yeah, we sweet. did get our first donation. Uh, very much appreciate it. Yeah. But, but it was still great. Yeah, we appreciate it very much pops thanks for listening to us don't forget to leave a review on apple podcast follow us on spotify follow us on youtube uh get us noticed 
We want new people to listen to us. We appreciate everybody who has continued to listen to us and believe in us and support us because we believe. Do you? 